We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. The sound of the final buzzer means it's hangover time. So grab a drink and join your host, Alphonse Sidney, for a Miami Heat Beat post-game show. Heat win! Heat win! Two in a row. I mean, what is going on? It feels great. Um, Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, we're going to break down the big game for you. Uh, in a little while here, well, not really. Um, none of us are real. None of us are football experts. Um, but um, yeah, the the Heat come away with a victory, one hundred nine, one hundred three. They beat the New York Knicks, uh, who have actually been playing good basketball lately. So I know we want to just make fun of the Knicks, say, "Oh, this not a this not a great win." This is actually a good win. You go on the road, early game. A lot of excuses could have been made. They come out, they play a good game, they win. You know, they sent, you know, they 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 survived the Julius Randle game uh, and the Reggie Bullock turning into freaking Clay Thompson. Uh, but bring me out, Brass. Let's introduce the panel. Uh, we're going to do a quick one today because everyone wants to get to their huge uh, indoor Super Bowl parties uh, with 30 or more guests because uh, that's a smart thing to be doing during COVID. Um, so first, the intrepid producer, Brass, what are you drinking today? What's up, everybody? Uh, listen, it's a day drinking. Day drinking. So it's day drinking. I gotta, I gotta play with my kids after this. So I'm just, I'm drinking a, a Stone IPA. I'm, I'm taking these. Listen, guys. nobody blames you, bro. It's, nah. it's three thirty on a Sunday. Like, who would be drinking vodka? That's weird. Um, Siobhan, <laughs> what's going on? What are you drinking today? Same, <clears throat> same thing. Um, Jack Rye and some cranberry here. And I got some Jose next to me, just in case I feel right. ready to go, Siobhan. Honestly, I just want to be with you when I grow up. is is really my goal. Like it was a pretty decent win. I'm excited. It was a. I think it was. I I, I think people are going to downplay it because it was against the Knicks, because of who the Knicks are historically. Who the Knicks have been right. Yeah, but I, the the Knicks have been playing good basketball this year. 
playing great defense, and I think uh, I, I think Miami played. They, it was a good game. Uh, Gianni, what up? Host of Miami Heat Beat, an anime enthusiast. Plug the pod, Johnny. Host Plug of the subtitled pod. that host of subtitled <laughs> anime and Miami Heat. You could check us out on Spotify and all your uh, pod apps. Uh, remember, we record podcasts on off days. No one cares. So anytime there's no hangover time, we have a Heat Beat pod. Well, you what know, you uh, Alka Seltzer. I'm hungover. I don't feel well. <laughs> uh, so I'm. I'm having. <laughs> What a I, great answer. I put some Alka Seltzer. <laughs> I love that. I'll yeah, allow it. Uh, I, I did that. I did that pregame show quite hungover. I, I mixed not just gin, tonic, uh, crystal light, and um, an array of rums. Uh, whatever beer was in the back of my fridge, some brewery I've never heard of. Uh, what yeah. was going on? What yeah, was happening? Just, you know, Saturday, Saturday night, poor planning, COVID, you know, just... Uh, yeah, I, I I I woke up to like ninety group chat messages across you know five group chats, so I have a lot of catching up to do. I want to be alarmed by the amount of liquor, but you lost me at Crystal Light, so I don't. <laughs> I mean, yeah. no, was Solana no. mixing? But like, <laughs> exactly. you know, I I ran Who's out of bartender. I ran out of gin and tonic. I had I ran out of gin, and I was like, well, what do I have? And then I had the beer, and I was like, why? Well, I have rum here, but I don't have any soda, and I kind of like was looking in my in my cupboard. Okay, that's too much, Johnny. Already, yeah. Christian. <laughs> What's up? Casamigos Blanco with one giant rock. Beautiful. I love it. I, ice rock, right? Yes. A rock. Okay. Just, I just, what? Okay. No, never mind. Rock <laughs> reference. Never mind. Just keep, keep going. <laughs> Clip that. Um, Jack, in the corner, Weird Al, uh, host of the Weird Al free game show. I've got uh, a. I've freshly got a shaven, by the way. Baby face Jack. Yeah. Really? Ted, Ted Cruz. Yeah. Somehow, somehow Take you look like idea. somehow you look like more of a pedophile without the mustache, which I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like a pedophile in witness protection. <laughs> like you're trying to pretend you're not a pedophile right now, and no, no one's falling for it. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I really regret doing this now. I really regret it. <laughs> what are you drinking? What I've got a beer somewhere over here. I I think I put it in the next room. I'm gonna I'm gonna get the beer when I'm not talking. So <laughs> it's gonna go in the next room and cry. Yeah, <laughs> I've got, I, I'm just gonna go for the next hour. It's okay. <laughs> Sorry, Jack. I'm on my fault. And now the the chat is just gonna go in on you. Yeah. Like, and I know it's about to happen. It always happens once we start the row session. It usually happens around 20 minutes, but I started early today. I think yeah. we're gonna we're doing a short show. Um, but like I said before, I think this was actually a really, really good win on the road. They, uh, you know, a day game, you know, these are always weird Super Bowl day. Like these are always weird games. And there's a lot of excuses that can be made of why they lost this game. Uh, we got a win streak. Uh, someone said in the chat, that's two games in a row. Siobhan, I think there's a lot of good things to take away from this game. What did you see? What did you like? Um, <clears throat> I think we saw Bambi the type of versatile and diverse in his attacks that I know I personally kind of asked for from him. Um, we saw him knock down the jump shot, but we saw him be be finesse, but in an aggressive way, attacking to the basket. Um, I think the zone looked really good. Um, it corrected itself a lot when it found itself uh, misshapen. Um, what else? 
And I and I just like that they found a way to not found a way, but yeah, kind of find a way. They found a way to to hang on to a game that they, you know, maybe traditionally you could have let go the rope of. <clears throat> um, Jimmy got to the line at the end, slowed it down, steadied it, um, and like you said, the Knicks are a good team. You know, they have a lot of size. They have the type of size that I quite personally kind of uh, like in a player. But um, I just think it was it was a, a good, a solid win um, against a team that we want to believe we should be beating. And, and, and I think you put it well. Like, it's a team that you expect them to beat, right? Yeah. Johnny, 94-94 with five minutes left. It was like, mm-hmm. are the Heat going to be the team that we, we watched yeah. last year? who would close out these games. Uh, Jimmy Butler would just go nuts usually in that type of situation. Or are they going to be this team that we've seen this year who will just basically let the other team go on a 13-2 and run and then we're walking away like, what the fuck just happened, right? Uh, where we're, we're, there's a lot of Andre Iguodala threes and just empty possessions, turnovers. Um, it was 94-94 with five minutes left. Which means the Heat, you know, outscored them fifteen to nine, basically, and one of those two points from the Knicks came at the end of the game. So fifteen to seven, basically, you know, they closed out a game. Jimmy got, like Siobhan said, Jimmy got to the line. They did the right things at the end of the game. Spo was switching out Kelly for Iggy offense, defense, things that we've been screaming for. Um, I felt like they, this was one of their. This was one of the most impressive closing, you know, crunch time performances. Like we call it the butter situation. <laughs> uh, they look good. And I think defensively, they they were pretty solid like the whole game. And I think that like Julius Randle shot an absurd percent. The butter zone. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to the deuces. Uh, they played good defense, I thought, all night. I think that they have to sure up the rotations on like the, the corner threes. Like that. I, I think when Jimmy was in that spot, like a, as the help man off to the corner, I thought it looked a lot better, which they did more of in the second half. Uh, so that, I mean, he's, ama- he's an amazing help defender. I think having him off ball uh, is going to be like a long-term thing. I thought the trapping was interesting. I thought they only really got burned by it once when that Taj Gibson kind of short rolled to Mitchell Robinson cutting in. But I thought the defense was like really solid the whole game. And the Knicks have the seventh ranked defense in the league. And I thought the Heat were doing a pretty good job of scoring and kind of getting when they wanted. Even though Jimmy didn't really have like a good shooting game, you could tell that like he was getting into the paint, to the defense, everything Siobhan said. Absolutely right. Uh, and they closed with Duncan today. And I thought that after that game that they lost against the Wizards and they kept Duncan on the bench, which was kind of weird. And they played like yeah. that, that weird. Yeah. He's been closing lately, and I think that that's really good for them. And I think that they they finally got to a place where they know how to play Tyler and Duncan together again. Which to me, like that's the long term takeaway of today. Uh, Christian, like like Gianni was saying, they they closed with Duncan, which was which was good to see, right? Because even when Duncan isn't hitting shots, he makes the offense better. Mm-hmm. Um, you've been talking about it a lot. Like we we, uh, I think there's a lot of misconceptions about like Tiff, Siobhan, and I. Uh, and others on this show have said that you don't pay Duncan next year because I mean, 20 million for a guy who is literally like your fourth or fifth best player is a tough pill to swallow. But we're, none of us has said that Duncan stinks or Duncan doesn't belong on the floor. Duncan belongs on the floor uh, just because he makes the offense run better. And we saw this team execute at the end of the game. Like we haven't seen them recently because instead of Duncan out there, there's been a lot of Iguodala, you know, or and I- Iggy and Kelly together. And it's just been really, really uh, like disjointed and, and mm-hmm. weird, but yeah. they were able to run their normal offense because Duncan was out there. 
Yeah, no. Um, I mean, obviously, I think the biggest concern that you have with the roster makeup that they have right now is, and it's something that I've pointed out to frequently on Twitter, is um, we now have a pretty large sample going back to last year of Duncan and Tyler together. And the defense is not good when they're horrendous. Let's just, let, it's horrendous. I, let, let, I was trying to be gentle, but like it's, it's not good. Obviously, the offense is pretty strong but it's not compensating for how bad the defense is. So that's where your concern is tonight. I got pretty worried because at the nine minute mark, Spo went with Vincent Hero Robinson Ooh, in a one possession game. And I immediately I panicked, but yep. they immediately went into a zone defensively and they got away with it. Like they mm-hmm. actually, they eventually went away with it. I think the Knicks actually tied the game um, and then Spo called a timeout and then he brought Jimmy back in the game. Um, but that that is where the concern lies in terms of paying Duncan long term is if, if Tyler's still going to be on the roster, playing those two together has proven to be a bit of an issue, like in terms of winning basketball games. I mean, absolutely. Tonight it looked good. But who, I mean, like you said, the larger sample size is says it's not a good it's, it's, it's not a good defensive duo to put on the floor. But, you know, when you can do offense, defense, and bring in a guy like Iggy, and you're surrounding those two guys, Jack, with Jimmy, Bam, and Iguodala, and then you have those two shooters, Tyler and Duncan, out there, like, that's a formidable lineup. But one, one of the things I saw they were getting away with a lot is they had Iguodala on Mitchell Robinson. Not every team is going to present that kind of opportunity to have Iggy out there guarding a guy like Mitchell Robinson, who's so limited offensively, where you don't have to so much worry about that size issue. Um, so, I mean, like, going forward, do you you know, if Goran's out for a long time, is this the closing lineup that you want to see with, with Spo switching or just something else that uh, you want to see Spo go to? Um, I think for now, like, with the current roster construction, this is probably the right closing lineup. I think you got to hit the nail on the head with um, – they did well against the Knicks, and the Knicks aren't scrubs. They're better than they've been. I think the Tibbs Knicks look pretty good. Um, they're a legit team to contend with. But um, I think this is, if you're going to look at this positively, I think it was a good win, not a great win. Um, you kind of hope they're building themselves back up, right? Like they look better than they did in the Wizards game, I think. They're playing a better team. I think they're slowly starting to figure things out. I think they still have a ton of problems, like you said, like a player better than Mitchell Robinson on offense would have made them pay for something like that. And they have better teams coming up that are going to make them pay, that the zone's going to be less effective against. But what you're hoping, I guess, is that the more time you get with Jimmy and Bam and some continuity, and, I mean, we haven't talked about none yet, credit to none he was really great at allowing that continuity at allowing hero to stay on the bench and kind of filling in for goron he's been really good and that's super important for them so what you hope is that they can kind of build on this and continue to kind of claw their way back to some semblance of what they were last year because i still don't think they're there yet well i think that's what we're like looking for right them them getting better incrementally um, because like at this point, you know, you know, expecting them to go on some a seven, eight game win, winning streak is kind of pie in the sky or expecting them to blow out a team like the Knicks. They're not that team right now. They, they haven't shown that, though, that, uh, that kind of consistency. So for Heat fans to expect a blowout in a, a 1 p.m. Sunday afternoon game is just, it's, it's kind of, 
what do you, who, what team have you been watching all year? So, like you said, Jack, them getting incrementally better one game at a time is a kind of thing that starts rolling together and starts win streaks. Um, and I, I, you know, three, you know, winning three out of four or four out of six is a kind of thing that this team needs to get going. And I think the move to Tyler at the bench has been, uh, Siobhan, I'll ask you, like, I think that's, we've been screaming that, that he's not a point guard. You guys are laughing. I'm not even, I'm not reading the chat. Um, I, I, I see some good Jack jokes. I'm going to go back. I think that's Jack it. come back looking like Andy Moore. <laughs> that's great. That is really great. Um, but Siobhan, we've been screaming that Tyler is not a point guard. You put Tyler on the bench, he gets to do what he does best. 16 yeah. points tonight on 7 of 13 shooting, six rebounds, four assists. He just came out there and, and, and just played loose. Yeah, it's what I was talking about the other day, and it alludes to what um, G was talking about earlier, right? <clears throat> he's not he's not a starting caliber point guard, um, and he's not well enough – he's not good enough, sorry, as a defender to mask that, right? So when you start him and Duncan against other starting NBA offenses, um, you're taking other teams' best shot immediately with two subpar yep. defenders. So what moving him does – Kendrick's not that great of a defender, but he gives you just a little bit more maybe grit. I don't know. But what moving Tyler does is <clears throat> it makes that hit defensively um, a little less and it steadies your offense. Maybe you don't get that same um, you don't get that same big hit in the beginning. Right. But you're able to have a steadier, more consistent flow of some income of points. Um, I mean, Kendrick. Kendrick Dunn giving you 16. And yeah, and, and that's that's fantastic. Like he's giving you stuff too, and he's he's doing it calmly. Like it's it's a much calmer presence. I think peak guys are finding they have more space. Um, there's I feel like probably more mental space too. You don't have to worry about, you know, like guys guiding get their shots to get going to get momentum. No, when you stagger them, you um you kind of build in the space in other lineups for those guys to be more potent in what it is that they're able to do and what they give us uh, more naturally. And uh, gee, I, I know you, you like me are not the biggest nun fan, but if he can come in and give you, you know, let's not say 16 points every night, but double digit scoring, like this is one of those games that we were used to last year with six guys in double D with six time, six guys in double digits. Right. Um, I think it's oh that's always like the key to their success, like spreading out the scoring. Like you don't want it's not that you don't want a thirty point score, but you don't want you know Jimmy out here scoring thirty eight at the at the expense of the entire offense. Like it just felt like it flowed right. But th here's the thing: you need Kendrick Nunn to be a reasonable facsimile of Goran Dragic, yep. and do you want to rely on that a lot going forward? No, I mean. For for me, the the thing with Kendrick is that if the pull up is falling, then he's playable. And when his jumper is not falling, he's pretty useless because he has teams really lay off of him. They, they really because I mean he's quick. He has a really fast first step. He's like sneaky, like athletic. Like every time he dunks, it's kind of a surprise. He's really I, I, I never think he's gonna make it. It's like and he always like you know that little <laughs> left hand jam like that, that shit comes fast, dude. So he's the, one, the, the the his signature one right you know at the corner of the yeah. rim. Yes, that somehow he gets over like seven footers. I never. That's just kind of crazy. Like low key, like and he goes at dudes. Like he goes at dudes. Uh, I, I mean, tweeted the other day. I wish that Bam had that aggression. Could you imagine? Yeah, oh, I know. 
Yeah, I mean, but I, we saw it a few times. Like Bam put his head down and go to the rim, and like sometimes it's finesse still, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's still hesitation. It's not bully mm-hmm. ball. And I'm like, dude, get that big ass shoulder in front of that Dwight Howard shoulder. You know, put it in front of somebody and just go to the rack. But I'm not going to complain about Bam, but these things still drive me crazy. That's part of We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed like building back though like if you want like steady progression i do think he hasn't like it's been a consistent improvement even in aggression yeah so like i think we all want it to come along faster i want it to come along faster but like i think slowly and slowly he is hesitating less he is getting more aggressive and he i he's gonna get there it's just kind of we're impatient right now and you know, they don't really have a lot of time to waste. Did you hit me with a Biden slogan? Did you say build back better? <laughs> Look, no one's perfect. Even the best baseball player strikes out when the bases are loaded. The best golfer sometimes three putt with the tournament on the line. So if you feel like you're coming up short in the bedroom, it's perfectly okay. But if it's bothering you, there are options. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 now. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, it ships to you for free with two-day shipping. And the whole process is discreet and straightforward. Get Getting started is simple. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 and complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving home. Complete the online visit today to connect with the doctor and take care of it. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 to get $15 off your first month. Look, that's a straightforward way to take care of your ED. Get to roman.com slash heatbeat21. Go get started to save $15 on your first month of treatment. Um, 5150! <laughs> Thank you, Manson. Uh Speaking of Build Back Better, uh, we had a butter situation, which... Build Back Butter. Build Back Butter. <laughs> build build Back Butter. butter. Yeah. Um, Brass, do you have, you have anything for that butter situation? Yeah, we, we got some audio here, so we're going to listen to this. Good awareness, too. Uh, they call it a butter situation. Five seconds or less, you've got to know the shot clock's winding down. Bam sees the clock, faces up, knocks down that mid-range Jimmy. That was from 20 feet. 
21 points, nine rebounds for Bam Adebayo. John, why do they call that a butter situation? Well, it's all butter because you gotta butter your bread. I, I don't know. What <laughs> it's a slippery what? situation. How about that? <laughs> Quit making me hungry on Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> butter. What the? Yo. Great that, job, Brett. E. Reed. <laughs> oh e. Reed, that was a dick move, by the way. No, e. it was a great move. E. Reed is on fire. I was listening oh to the Nick stream. I had no idea what was happening. Was you didn't hear? Oh, my no. God. It was, a, <laughs> it was a dick move by E. Reed because he knew he had nothing for it. I guess he's probably sick of the same shit we are. Right. With, with the, does, I does, call this that mean, does this mean Crotty's out the door? <laughs> he doesn't. I like He's low-key, like, he's irritable, and I, he's showing it more and more. I think he's always been kind of this way. I think it was a lot more subtle with Tony. He had more patience for Tony, but I think with Karate, it's it's breaking. Not for nothing, Eric Eric would fucking kill it on the show. <laughs> he would. He would be slandering everybody. He'd how, fit right in. Did you see how he's Eric a bit of a savage at, this year, man. He went at Tibbs for the mask. He's like, I think he's going oh to get fitted for a bigger okay, mask. But, I was okay, like, but, but at, at the same at, time. Did you see all the different ways that Tibbs was wearing the mask wrong? God, oh my crazy. god! Dude. <laughs> In New York City, that's a, that's a super spreader waiting to happen. Dude, like you, if your nose is out of the mask, what the fuck is the point? Like it looks and, crumpled. I don't know how he had his mask too small and crumpled. It was weird. He just looked like honestly, he just looks not put together. Well, he doesn't he look like clean. a mask. He looks like he this guy. <laughs> no, he's a, he's not that smooth no. baby face. That's me in like twenty years. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's me after um after twenty years of G. Wait, hold like, the fuck up. Put that but back. I didn't up, like that. <laughs> someone someone cut Chris Hansen in half. <laughs> oh my god, that's good. That's good stuff. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I he like honestly he looked he has never looked more like uh despicable me grew more than he did tonight. Like I think he's going down, he's going to the shitter. Like uh E Reed just kept E Reed kept calling him out for his mask. E Reed is on some other shit this year, man. Can we please start the E Reed all-star pitch? Like, can we send him to Atlanta <laughs> and just let him be on Seriously. the cast? Let him just roast the rest of the league the way that he talks about it. Please. I'm in favor. Is he working on stand-up material? Like, what's I, going on here? He's working on his post and like he, like he just fucking got tenure. Like, <laughs> they should cannot we, even fuck. Should we set him up with Joey to maybe get, like, an improv, uh, like, <laughs> debut? Like, I'm sure that Joey can help him out with that. I, I like. I feel like he know. Like, he's auditioning for the Inside the NBA job. <laughs> Replace Shaq. But, like, could you imagine E. Reed in in his current incarnation next to like Shaq and Barkley? And- yeah. Take Kenny. Take take Kenny or, or or Ernie out. Put Eric there. Just full slander lineup. He must have heard like Ernie's ready to go, and like, <laughs> he, he is. He's putting together a motherfucking reel. Like, <laughs> yes. He's sending that bitch to TNT. Like, yo, greatest. Yo, Yo, Brass, Brass, can, can we like put together a real like Eric Reed's hypothetical reel for TNT? <laughs> that yeah, I'm playing, attach me to E Reed NBA All Star. I'm not playing. Yeah, Send it. it. <laughs> okay. That's a great I idea. Mean, I mean, what's who's a list of the people he's taken down this year? We got Blake Griffin. We got Tibbs. Who else? Um, we Gordon, have Kendrick. <laughs> oh, uh, what the uh, the the Alex Len. 
Alex, uh, that yeah, one was like, my favorite. Speaking of unemployment, kept, Alex Len cut by the Raptors. How he, just, he just kept talking about how he got cut. Like Jesus, dude. No, like, no, I, did, I did not hear that one. Oh, that oh was my. He was oh, talking was about fun. unemployment, and then he flipped. Speaking of unemployment, graphic comes up. Alex Len cut by the Raptors. Yeah, he is the master of the transition. The, uh, That's that, P, that PJ that PJ Washington one was. Oh, oh my God. That might have been the worst, man. He deserved oh it. <laughs> I mean, or the Hassan, the King's backup center. Yeah, that, that's yes. the winner. That's Rip one. That one's my favorite. That was. There's some history to that one. That's a page out of he. That's a page out of he Twitter. That's what he Twitter does to Hassan. They don't I call him by name. Fatty. It's like Nakaya saying HC21. Yeah, I think Pat Riley wrote that one down for him. Was like flip this one in. <laughs> on, a, on, a, on a napkin and slip it yeah. to him. Don't you dare say his fucking name. <laughs> his name is King's backup center all night. This is Pat Riley in the stands just when Eric Reed says that. Just... <laughs> I think missed opportunity by Brad. Like, he's in the stands. He's well, like, hey, uh, looks like uh, Knicks agree to a, a trade to require or to to reacquire uh, Derrick Rose. So. You're a couple Knicks, hours late. Knicks Damn, we're lucky Knicks. we didn't play them. Play no, them a couple I mean, days but, later. We would get our no, got our asses green. We play them green to it though. We play them again yeah. on Tuesday, so we'll see <laughs> oh, Derrick Rose. Shit. That's actually That's... interesting because that only. Cost... Oh my God, Eric Reed roasting Derrick Rose. Holy no. shit! He might bring up the rape case on Tuesday. <laughs> I mean, Eric Reed is on his shit. He might bring up the rape case on Tuesday. Fingers crossed, baby. That'd be wild. <laughs> I don't know if he wants to throw stones and. No. <laughs> <laughs> he's too close. He's, he's gonna be like Derek Rose. Someone on the broadcast, I think, brought up one of those guys's like past. I want to say it was Kendrick. Like they were talking about him out of school. Good. Who was like got into a little trouble off the court. Oh, and then you just signed Derek Rose. All right, let's make sure. I mean, make sure we keep that same energy. Yep. That's all I'm asking. If that, I swear it was Kendrick. I could be wrong. But just keep that same energy. You know, Derek Rose is gonna be like. Derek, Reed, Derek Rose drives to the hole with no consent. <laughs> <laughs> I do expect it to be more like a Blake Griffin style, like, oh, how the mighty have fallen. Yeah. Like, Derek Rose, once an MVP of the league, now yeah. not even good enough to play for the Detroit Pistons. <laughs> the rose yeah. that grew out of concrete back in New York. Something like <laughs> <laughs> that is honestly exactly something you would say. Back in New York, the roads that grew out of concrete. The two roads in Brooklyn. Um, I mean, he only went for a second round pick and Dennis Smith Jr. that nobody wants, which kind of makes for an interesting trade market for sellers. So like teams like the Kings, the Magic, the the Bulls that are going to be selling off for parts. I think that's I think that sets a really interesting market that it's just a, a second round pick and a guy that nobody wanted. I'm surprised G didn't latch on to to my going to the hole with no consent joke. Um, I didn't I know if like I you, was allowed you, to laugh at it. <laughs> you well, didn't, I think you didn't feel good about that. I, one. I I was like, I think it's funny, but I was like, I don't think it's appropriate to laugh. But I was like, but but Siobhan kind of laughed, so I was like, that made me feel a little. So I, I, I wasn't sure, huh? I can laugh at it. You yeah, can, can laugh, laugh at it. Yeah. We, we so I was like, I'm I'm not. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna sit over here. I don't know. I I'm gonna bench myself. Christian took his face out of the picture. He did. Yeah. Well, speaking of Jack, slander, Jack tried to change the subject. Yeah, kind <laughs> of move it along. <laughs> and then I, I came back to it again to make everyone yeah. uncomfortable. A We're just time. gonna sit with this now. We're just Which gonna... I, I did. You got if you guys haven't noticed, it, it's something I love to do. Like I just like everyone getting uncomfortable. 
Um, well, there was actually a really good one in the chat. Miami Heat UK called him the Great Wall of Lankside, which, you know, he's British. <laughs> That's great. Wow, Schmidt and Smolnik, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, man. The Derrick Rose slander will be hot and heavy on Tuesday. Um, it, does all this all this good feeling go away if they lose Tuesday? 100%. Jack said it best on the pregame. He's yeah. like, if they don't put together like an 8-2 and two stretch, a 9-1 and one stretch, like this is for nothing. Like they can't – we're we're done with excuses. Like they got to string together a lot of wins now and get back to 500, especially with this hard schedule. Like they dug themselves into this hole and they got to – Overperform to get themselves out. Every, it's like every, if they don't if, if they don't win Tuesday, then they like you didn't expect this team to adjust to what you like. You can't adjust on the fly. Like you got to be able to consistently beat bad teams. Every win is good. Every win is sacred at this point. But yeah. um, and sure, the Knicks have played better than in years past right now. Still but still, still exactly, they're still the Knicks. So for people saying, "Oh well, you know, we can't make this," you know, this was they were a good team, you know, but. At the same time, if we would have lost today, you would have been like, it's the fucking Knicks. Yeah. Lost to the fucking yeah. Knicks. So if you're going to have that reaction, maybe it's not that great of a win is all I'm saying. It's not a good win. But it, it is I, a good I, win. No, I it's think a it's win that they needed. It's a necessary win. And necessary I think there are, stuff, there are things that they are building. But, yeah, they have a hard stretch coming up. They have to yeah. at least win the games that they're supposed to win. And then hopefully win at least like one or two of the games that they're maybe not supposed to win. It is like, incredible like, though with the coverage of the Knicks because like, I mean they're still not a very good team. I mean they, I don't what is their record? I mean they're eleven couple, and fourteen. Their next 14. five games is nuts. It's 11, the Knicks, Houston, Utah, the Clippers, Golden State. Yeah, so they need that Knicks win because if they don't fucking beat the Knicks, like. But yeah, Alf said they, this. Alf said this a couple weeks ago. Like if you didn't know any better. The, the way everyone talks about the Knicks right now, you think like, oh, man, they must be really good. They must be like, I don't know, like a four yeah. or something like Above that. 500. And they're not. Cleveland they're like, the this same. Is barely, this, is, this wouldn't even hit the refrigerator of like, the parents of other teams. Cleveland's Cleveland. been the same. The coverage Cleveland has been the same. Different. I think Cleveland's completely different. I think Cleveland's really better. But they have really good young stars that are going right. to get a lot better. I don't – this Knicks team, I'm, I'm encouraged by them, but like it's not like – I don't know. I don't think it's the same as like Sexland and like Jared Allen yeah. and like Okoro. Like they all look really good and they look like good building blocks for a franchise. All these young, really, all these Mike young really guys. Young guys very, very score today. Yeah, there Randall are... is not on a rookie contract. So Yeah, all these young guys getting better in Cleveland is a cool. lot better feeling than your host, you riding on a hot uh, Julius Randall contract year. If Obi like, Toppin was doing this, we would probably. Exactly. Yeah, it, it would be fun. different if Obi Toppin. Obi Toppin. I love That's a fun, that it's a funny name. Name. It's a barely, name. What was Arden's numbers today? He had like zero in, late in the third or something nuts. But you know what? Uh, He's still Obi Toppin. Did R.J. Barrett play today? He yes. put three points in yeah. 19 minutes, one for six from the field, uh, two rebounds, zero assists, one steal, one he turnover. He sucks. That's yeah, what I'm he's... saying. If Colin Sexton was on the floor, I would know exactly. Colin Sexton's on the floor. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. How how many times did Eric Reed confuse Alfred Payton for R.J. Barrett? Oh. I didn't want to say it. 
<laughs> so it was a lot. They don't look alike. Like I'm not, surprised that he didn't confuse him for Reggie Bullock just because of the funny hair situation. I thought that that was going to be the the mistake he made. I was I was off guard by the mistake Eric ended up making. So the Knicks broadcast kept saying Reggie Bullock, really emphasizing. Yeah. Like, so did the Heat broadcast. And I, and okay. I said too. So and I, I was just so. like, "That's we." I mean, there must there must have been some. That was a note. Yeah. A note, like a memo to broadcasters. It's Bullock, not Bullock. Because yeah. every time they said Bullock, I was like, "What? What? What? Like Bullock. what?" Do you, Tony, uh, Eric also called Tony Brothers Tony Butler today. Oh, that was funny. He was um <laughs> he was on one man. I, I'm not sure what was happening. Um, maybe he needed Alka Seltzer like I did. I was gonna say it was a, it was a 1 p.m. start in New York City. I, mean, I think was, the officiating was really good tonight, though. I think Tony Brothers did a really good job. It was good. Yeah. Heat, by the way, only two games. Are you back. trying to set me up? <laughs> what? Like, are you trying I, to get I'm, me going? I'm just a Tony Brothers simp. I'm just here for all Tony Brothers re- officiating. I will. I will say they let them play a lot, which I always like better yeah. than a bunch of whistles. I. I mean, Jimmy earned every trip to the free throw line, yeah. and I think what he was. I think out of like. At one point, out of 13 free throws, he had shot 10 of them. Um, Bam Armstrong, he, he didn't get called. Yeah, but but on the other side, they were they were being physical with, yeah. with Randall. They, they were being were. physical with Robinson. And it I like fun. that. I want to see that kind of game. Yeah, it was nice to watch. I thought yeah, Duncan like, looked really good considering how physical. Like, they were grabbing Duncan, and, and I thought he was still really effective despite the – I mean, they made his life hard, but he was still really good. Um. Uh, Christian, do you want to address the Kelly Olenek slander? Because you said, like, you came on here like we were being way too hard on Kelly. And I don't think that's the case. Like, it's – and Gianni's a big Kelly apologist. I'm not saying – first of all, Kelly is still their best option at power forward. Mm-hmm. Kelly needs to chuck up that many threes a game because if you're playing a big next to Bam and you want to you want to keep your offense the same and you want to keep the spacing what it is like the that's what was so great when Jay Crowder took Myers Leonard's spot because Jay was never afraid to shoot and you had to respect the fact that he was chucking from out there. Jay just went crazy and was you know career best from three uh, you know in his three four months with us. Um, but the timeline is going off on Kelly, and I think deservedly so, so because there can't be this many two of nines. You know what I mean? There's a lot of these happening. And then he keeps shooting these, like, off-balance threes, like he's Steph Curry. Like, dude, like, I mean, like when you're falling out of bounds, it's not the time to chuck up a, a, a corner three. But you, but you, I think you come at it from a different angle, Christian. I mean, because he's, it's not like he's doing anything that's out of the norm for him. Like – Okay, yes, it's very easy to get upset a lot of those off-balance three-pointers that he takes, you know, when they don't go in. But a lot of times they do go in. Like, he's a, he's a career 37.5% three-point shooter. Uh, and, yeah, this year he's definitely – he's been off. There's no doubt about that. But, you know, like Al said, he's not afraid to take the shot, and you need that because he'll have nights like he had last game where what, – what was he? He was five of eight or six of yeah. eight or something from three. Like, and – you know, he's a big body, which the Heat need some size out there. But like, he can't been, rebound worth a yeah, damn. <laughs> they've been better with Bam and Kelly together. So it's like, yeah, he's going to have games that are going to piss you off. And his game looks ugly sometimes. But in the grand scheme of things, he's still a competent basketball player. And that's why he still tends to get a lot of minutes after all these years. 
Jack, so, I'll, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I wanted to piggyback Christian with some with some numbers that uh, that Jay Nico twenty tweeted at uh, Heapbeat account today that through January thirteenth, so that was pretty much before all the all the COVID stuff. He was shooting. Kelly Olynyk was shooting set forty percent from three on almost seven attempts. Then January thirteenth through January twenty sixth, when their whole lineup was sick, uh, he was shooting sixteen percent on five attempts. And then since everyone got back, he's shooting 46% on almost seven attempts. So when he has space and when he's getting the ball delivered to him with a good pass, not a Gabe Vincent kind of reach out, <laughs> gather, uh, he looks pretty good. And I, like I said, he needs to shoot him. Like he, you know, he just does, Jack. Because like I, I look at him throwing up nine three-pointers and thinking about Myers Leonard starting – and shooting four threes for the entire game and losing my fucking mind. Like, you can't be out there 16, 18, 20 minutes a game, Myers Leonard, and not shoot the three. There was, like, there was one trail three today that he didn't shoot, and I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And then I was like, wait, I've been slandering the fuck out of this dude for missing. <laughs> yeah. But, like, when he didn't take that trail three, I was like, come on, bro. Like, he passed out of it. I was like, what are you doing? Like, this is why you were on the floor. Like, he he was, like, four feet back from the three-point line, but that just creates a whole lot of fucking space for Bam to work. Um, that's, So, like, as much as we slander him, like, 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 like Jack, I mean, like, Gianni and Christian are saying, like, he needs to shoot like that. Yeah, I think you're all, like, absolutely right. He's doing what he needs to do. And he, yeah, he's got kind of like a naturally ugly game. He's a naturally ugly guy, and like, <laughs> um, whoa! I mean, I, I think the argument is more so about roster construction, right? Like that, like ideally they would have a guy like Jay who could play over him, and then you have Kelly like being the same kind of guy, but in like smaller minutes, and then kind of you know, I think G kind of said it when he has less pressure on him, when he has like a more minimized role. He's a lot more comfortable, and he looks a lot better because of that. So, like, you know, if you're looking for a fix to this, which I don't think is, like, necessarily a problem, it's just that they need a stronger power forward rotation. He shouldn't be your best option at the force yeah. of on, and he is. He isn't. Or he is your best option, and he, and he Cause, shouldn't Because right. KZ Hive has disappeared. Yeah, after and he <laughs> I was a KZ supporter, but you got to be objective. You got to be real. I don't know who had the, the – um, point a little minute ago about uh, Kelly's spacing above the break being an underrated point. And I think that's really, uh, that's, that is an underrated point. That's a different type of spacing that also allows you to fill the other spaces, i.e. the corner, the other wing, the other corner. Um, and that makes a, a longer closeout. And so when, you know, we're still moving or when he doesn't have that, that's a more distance to, to cover and that, you know, helps weaken defense so i think that's a good point too he can be a more active screener up there too because like duncan's yeah. always relocating so like when you're when you're parked in the corner like you're really not involved in any screen action and because he's a shooter and because he's a really good roller and finisher like he's a dual threat so the screen is a lot tougher to defend i loved when he uh the roll to the basket at the end of the game with the n1 dunk Who? oh kelly oh. kelly oh my god i was like yo G mentioned Duncan. Duncan slipped the screen one time and like would not look at the ball. I'm like, why are you slipping the screen if you're not even gonna turn? Oh yeah, that pissed me yeah. off. That pissed me he off. Pissed me off so much. And he was open, but yeah, Kelly yammed on him. Yeah, that was I was I thought that was I was like more of that. Like we let like, yeah. you know it, the Kelly like there's no Kelly keepers this year. I feel like he hasn't done that at all. Um, but I also think the the emergence of Bam has limited his role as far as. Uh, 
creating offense, handling the ball, being a distributor. Like Bam is just so much better at it. Like he's just taking so many, so many of those possessions away from Kelly. And like, what are you going to complain about that? I mean, right. hot take Harry would. <laughs> um, but like at, at at some point, it's like you you got to let Bam be Bam. You know. Um, okay. So I kind of want to close this out because I want to, you know, I want to go get, I want to get ready for the Super Bowl because uh, I've been paying attention to the NFL so much this season that I had no idea before like two weeks ago that Tom Brady even had a chance of being in the Super Bowl. That's how much I give a shit. So I want to get everyone's Super Bowl predictions. We're going to do that show, Gianni. And I know it kind of makes you sick. I like uh, it. But we're, we're, we're doing it. I like so it. Siobhan, I'll start with you. Your Super Bowl prediction. Who's going to win? And I don't, if you want to do a score, go ahead. I got Kansas City because my family is um Kansas City fan. Shout out to them. Um, I got Kansas City and Pat. I don't really know if I have a score. I'm going to be audacious and say like, but like two scores. You're saying 42 28. Christian, you're going to get his flag. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> DMCA. Gianni. Yo. Super okay, Bowl so, prediction. Um, I, oh, wait, wait. I first, think, I want your Tom Brady take. Yeah. So I think that if yeah, Tom give Brady. Give us all of your Brady takes. Yeah, all <laughs> your Brady takes. Ooh. From um, the chat. So Tom has not been very great this year, especially in the playoffs. Like he got his ass kicked by Aaron Rodgers and, and still somehow won, which is just whatever. Right. But um, I, I think Tom winning, not just for a minute, it's just funny that he would win not really having a good season. And the fact that like he's a noted cheater, I think adds to a level like him winning makes Twitter mad, right? Like only certain types of people like him and most of our timelines hate him. So by Brady winning, it makes everyone mad, and it really emboldens cheaters, and I find that funny. Uh, but he's <laughs> going to get his ass kicked by Mahomes because Mahomes is one of the best fucking quarterbacks I've ever seen in my life. That dude's awesome. Yeah. All right, so you you got Kansas City. That was a, I, 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 I don't have the money line, though. That was a yeah, it was like really weird. Like His first good take was a football take. I agree yeah. with all that. <laughs> so Kansas City's minus three and a half. Uh, I, I think they're going to win comfortably. Like They're going to. Also, you need to do. You need to take a clipper. And do oh, something I, like, I need all of you're this. You're eating fun. your. I mean, you're eating look, your mustache right look, now. I, I am too. Look at this hair. No, come on. But, I, I mean, have a lot going on over here. Yeah, this it, is uh, it, COVID central. It, but but it, you don't need a barber to like do this part. And I've been, then like clip that up. I was. I, I'm. I'm fostering. Like it, it's bo- It's like making me. It's giving me anxiety. Yeah. Like half of your mustache is in your mouth while you're talking. I thought of paying my barber a hundred dollars to get a COVID test in the morning on a day that he had off so he can cut me. I I, I can't live like this anymore. I have a barber who has his own spot in his garage. By the way, that's where I go. Did he COVID test in the morning? No, he doesn't have. He it's it's him and one other person. I don't. Anyway. I just I don't want to kill my mother. She's she's old. Well, that's that's sweet. We've uh, once again we spend way too much time on Gianni Christian. Chiefs by seven. Love it. 48-41. Jack. Yes, take the over. Um, I mean, I think Mahomes is like the GOAT. Uh, I think Brady, I'm fucking sick of seeing these graphics. Like, all of these, like, content outlets that have nothing better to write are, like, 
Is Tom Brady the greatest athlete in any sport of all time? And then, it, like, the picture today, it was, like, in the background was Michael Jordan and Serena Williams and, like, Simone Biles and Michael Phelps. And it's, like, Tiger Woods. And it's, like, all of those guys are better than the guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think, like, the, the idea of athlete sometimes I'm like, what the fuck are y'all talking? Have you seen Tom Brady's combat? Like, I might be able to beat him in a foot race. Like, what are, what are we doing? Like, greatest athlete of all time? Like, I, I don't know. Maybe greatest competitor. Yeah, it's like, whatever, man. He's there probably also like... was a lack of soccer players in that thing. But also that just individual sports. Like, how are you going to say that? I know it's a different measurement, but how are you going to, like, put him above a guy like, I don't know, like, Serena Williams or Michael Phelps or I, yeah, Roger Federer, who are like the way they win is literally that they are better than the person on the other side or like in the pool with them. Tom Brady, like half the time he wins is because like Gronk's fucking their kicker has like an amazing <laughs> yeah. like, and it's like that has he's not even on the exactly. if you're if you're not in bounds when you win the game, then you don't have you don't have an, an argument. Impact on the win or the loss. I fucking yeah. agree. I mean, win-loss for QBs is the dumbest fucking record. Like, it's just... But honestly, because football is so fucking stupid, and, like, the analysis of it is, like, still stuck in the Stone Age, I do like the fact that if Tom Brady wins, there's going to be this big thing about how Belichick is a piece of shit coach, and he was all Brady. And I I do enjoy that. But it's honestly, it's like two different MAGA guys. Like, which one do I root for? Like, fuck them both. But I do like the fact that if Tom wins, Belichick is seen forever as like, oh, you were just a product of Brady. And I think Brady, just by virtue of getting here, has yeah. has, has like killed that perception, which I still think is wrong. Because like G said, he just got his ass kicked. In yeah, a, the team's really good around him. Like, it Yeah, he just got his ass kicked by Aaron Rodgers oh, head-to-head, which I love the QB head-to-head thing. Like, it's so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Shout out to Spoon. Dumb. Magical QB world. Shout out to Spoon. Brass, what is... uh, So, oh, my take, I think Kansas City wins 32-21. I don't even know if that's, like, a good football score. Like, it's really dumb. You gave gave two different scores, but Kansas City won both... (laughs) Um, <laughs> no, I was just giving other people scores to this. Oh, I got you. Like 48 to 20. I said 48, 48 to something. I don't know. 44, 28. 42, I, I, 28 for Siobhan. Because she said we, by two can scores. Can we do prop bets? Can we do like funny prop bets that I've pulled up when Brass gives his prediction? Go ahead. No, oh, Brass. After Brass. Brass, go okay, ahead. Fucking uh, taking over the show over here. Yeah, I know. Jesus you know how he does, man. I was asking. He's lucky. Like I don't fucking. I'm, I'm like. I, I'm. I didn't. I kind of even feel like doing the show. I thought I was good I today. I don't know about the score. I think. I think. Uh, I think Kansas City wins by nine points. That's my. <laughs> I thought I was good today. Thirty-one <laughs> twenty-two. I just can't believe people are rooting for Brady. <laughs> it's gross. Well, and nationally, I would love to see a list of the people that want that are rooting for Brady. Or you know, talk about Brady as like, oh, he's the the be- the go the best ever. Karate, but but, <laughs> but those are the same people that will if he loses. Those are the same people that slander LeBron for all of his finals losses. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. karate, capital star. So I just he, I want to see the mental gymnastics they take after that. Have you seen how long he kisses his kids on the mouth? Oh, he doesn't deserve anything good. It's really nasty. Disgusting. But you have a – that was a really <laughs> – I knew that was fucking coming, man.
Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.